0: Well, that's actually one of the things that when it explains the test, it's like personality is just one of the many factors that guide your behavior. Mm -hmm. So this test basically is being like, this is what your personality is. And this is most likely how you will behave. But then it also says our actions are influenced by our environment, our experiences and our individual goals. So it's like... It's predicting how you most likely will act. So like in your case, you're like, okay, some of this, you're like, oh, I did that when I was younger, Mm -hmm. but now I know how to recognize it. And I'm like, okay, I don't react that way or behave that way.
1: Yeah. Like my first thought is going to be to do like the thing that this says, but I have to be like, ah, I remember how that goes. (laughs) Didn't get what I wanted.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co host, Eric Aspera. And I'm Molly Demelier. And today we are talking about Myers Briggs. Yeah. I've, we've brought this up vaguely a little bit uh, in episodes, so I'm very excited to finally get into it. Um, but first, guys, if you have been enjoying the podcast and you haven't left us a review, please do so. Just drop a review. It's very easy. You can do it on your phone right now. Um, but it helps the pod. Give us a five star. Let us know what you think. And, uh, also if you want to support the pod, if you want to hear some real tea of what's going on in our lives, uh, join our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. It's been getting juicy. We got some good stuff
1: coming up. I've got some stories I haven't told you yet and I'm pretty pumped putting them in the archives, saving it for the pod. Oh God.
0: I know we got, uh, we got updates going on. Uh, so before we get into Myers-Briggs, I have an update that has to do with our ghosting episode actually.
1: Okay. so
0: Halloween week, how relevant. Right? E- exactly. Yeah. Um, it's just always, you know, the rule of the pod. You mentioned something. They're probably going to come up. So, for sure. I'm back on apps. And I told the story in the ghosting episode of a scenario I don't think is ghosting, which is you go out with someone once, twice, whatever. They hit you up to go out again. And you send them a note of like, hey, thank you for taking me out. I had a great time. Not feeling a connection. Like, best of luck. That's not ghosting if you ended it well that's that's my opinion but this person thinks i ghosted because after that he sent me like well like what is it you're looking for and like another question i didn't answer because i was like i'm not looking for you bro yeah like Um, it's like what do you what do you want me to say not you what do you right like i'm not feeling the connection just be like oh you know thanks for letting me know right it's a wrap
1: and like are you supposed to have just this like abrasive conversation at that point like it's not gonna get better like yeah it's not gonna go up from there
0: just right take the l but it's something that's almost like i don't know if guys almost think there's this chance you are gonna be like yeah i kind of just want to hook up with people and i got the vibe you wanted a relationship
1: you know what i mean uh, when does that happen though maybe maybe but but
0: like i'm like i feel like that's more women would say that
1: right yeah Not like it would man. be a man who would be like hey yeah i'm just looking to hook up and then more so a woman would fall because every rom-com we've ever watched has told us that you can change a man <laughs> and he really will fall in love with you no <laughs> and
0: you can't no you can't you can't and Not i ever so i just remember i sent my message he sent that back and i remember sending it to a guy friend being like i don't have to say anything and he's like no you ended like talking to him
1: yeah and you went on wait one date two dates Two dates. So, this wasn't someone that you were dating for like months and you just out of nowhere ended it. And he was like, I want an explanation. That I could see. You know, if you were in a relationship and out of nowhere you were like, nah, never mind. Yeah. You know, you owe someone a conversation at that point, but two dates, fuck off.
0: Right. Also, I remember the first date I was into him, I was like, this guy's fun. I kissed him after the first date. Okay. Second date, I didn't kiss him goodbye. (laughs) That's a sign. That is a sign. Yeah, that was my way of being like, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. And I remember he called me not sweet on our second date. Really? Not because of the kiss, just during conversation.
1: Because it just wasn't going great? I
0: I think because he was a teacher and when he would like talk about teaching and the kids, I wasn't like swooning over it.
1: Yeah. Like I was like,
0: yeah, that's cool. Like, that's great. They like you, you know?
1: Right. Like, and you also like kids. So I'm trying to picture me in this conversation. Like, I think my <laughs> eyes would just be glazed over and like,
0: in, an, I would just be mentally
1: in another world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I kind of was like, oh, is this your move that women are like, oh, probably loves kids. Probably. He's so sweet. Like, and he didn't even say sweet. He's like, you're kind of, and I was like, not sweet. Is that what it is? <laughs> and then I remember being like, this is me trying. Yeah. <laughs> like, if this isn't sweet enough for you, it's not going to get better. It's only downhill from here, bro. <laughs> this is the sweet, sweet it's the guest oh my god so anyway he came up on bumble and what's funny is i've seen him on dating apps before okay and i always just said no and i think as i brought him up i was like i don't know i'm like i remember he was a good dude but i also remember being in the herpes support group i was in at the time Mm -hmm. being like i almost felt like telling him i have herpes that he would just reject me and i'd be done
1: okay and i
0: remember the group being like no that's the one time that they don't reject you for it okay when you're almost like i'll just say this and it'll get me out of it they're like watch they're like that's bad karma don't do that yeah right which i yeah. agreed so i sent the note and rejected it so i matched with him on bumble i said hey again i said how have you been he said i've been great you and then immediately goes again is right you <laughs> had went into ghost mode last time how much time had
1: passed
0: this is four years ago
1: i'm blown away that both of you remember Like, you have to have different pictures, right?
0: I mean, I do have different pictures, but it's, like, I can tell it's him. He will come up on any dating app if I delete it and open it because he works in Astoria. Okay. So, it's, like, yeah, you're most likely to show up quickly in my feed. Okay. So, it's, so, I don't know. Like, part of me was, like, intrigued. I was, like, huh. And then he, (laughs) I can't believe he said that. And then I just go, "Uh, funny, I'm kind of a teacher now. I've been tutoring kids. And then I said, I wouldn't count that as ghosting. He goes, cool. What happened then? and i was like oh my god
1: like i could see where he was trying to make it like kind of a cute joke at first. that you could get through but he's just clinging to this it's out for blood
0: i'm like oh you clearly want an answer he still
1: wants answers yeah he wants to know why erica
0: yeah because when i didn't answer his text i got one later being like well that was rude Jesus. and i was like don't poke at me i'm not gonna give this to you
1: could you imagine getting into like a real fight with this man no like if you say you did get over this and something like real happened how he would behave if he can't handle a second date that doesn't someone isn't totally in love with him afterwards yeah like this is a child
0: i don't yeah i don't know i just remember the second date i was like annoyed with him
1: yeah that's not good
0: like i just was like i'm just an- you're just annoying me that's I don't still honeymoon phase again. right
1: like, it should be great i
0: know But this was my moment where I was like, I don't know. I just came up with some vague things. I was just trying to be nice. Yeah. Like you said, what am I going to say? Nothing. You know. So I just said I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, I work. I gave some like work thing, of like, yeah, work was really crazy at the time. I just, I just really didn't have the time to be dating anyone. Was what I said. So I didn't even make it about him. I just gave like a vague thing. And then I saw a notification that he messaged me back. I went to see it and the match was gone. He unmatched me.
1: Good God. So
0: I was like, I don't, I don't know what he said. I don't know if he unmatched me because he was like, oh, that was a little too much. Just like, it's a wrap.
1: Four years ago, do we know what yeah. we've been through
0: since Dude. 2016? I Let's know.
1: unpack that. I know.
0: Psychotic. But when he unmatched me, part of me was like, you should have told him, like, honestly, I got herpes and I just wasn't ready to date anyone. That I'm like, I wonder what he would have done to that. Can you imagine being like saying that to someone and then he unmatches you? I'd be like, wow, what a real dick.
1: I mean yeah. kind of a dick either way. I mean, he sounds like he really sucks, but
0: Yeah, definitely definitely can't let stuff go. That's for no,
1: sure. No, no, definitely not. Oh my god, you Yeah. Your arguments would be awful.
0: But it's weird. It's just a weird So weird. I don't know if I would be that combative. I don't I just don't think I would. Four years? No.
1: I can't even imagine being that combative with anyone who I went out with for like four dates or even. Yeah. I don't know. Even like Space Jam now. I'm like, I wouldn't say that to him, like insist that he answer me. I'm like, he's, he'll answer me. Like if he yeah. wants to answer me, you know, like.
0: Right. Or like a true ghosting would be you message someone something. They don't answer you because I've gotten that where you suddenly get a text from them yeah and the old message is right there oh yeah and then what i do my move is i do the up arrow and yeah. i just go what happened question mark ignoring whatever they said if they didn't answer my question that's fun because it's kind of like when you sent that text man i know you see like this is me asking you a question you leave me on read
1: unless they delete the conversation because i've been someone who's deleted conversations and then message people just for my own ego <laughs> but I'm like I don't know what it said. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I forgot. Yeah, yeah it's but, never uh, here.
0: Whoo, I just it was just classic. Like I mentioned it on the episode, this dude pops up, and I was of like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was curious, but also I'm like, I mean, you want your answer, there you go. So it's
1: also been four years. Like when you said that you had matched with him before, I thought maybe it was like pre-COVID. No, and I'm like, okay, you know, he has some grounds for a conversation of like, what are you like? bored in the house in the house bored kind of thing like now you're just like no. yeah like that's annoying four years like get over yourself dude
0: no and i remember this was one of the first people i went out with after getting herpes from wow. that guy it was like one of the first dates i went on post doing so a lot like it was on. still warm out yeah yeah but woo.
1: well i guess that really just goes to show that like you you never know what's going on with somebody else right And like, so, so to come at someone with that fire four years later and like, you're still not ready to say that to someone like that, you know, in a lot of situations or, you know, sometimes don't necessarily feel like you have to kind of thing, but it's like, you, you just don't know what's on the other side.
0: No. And it's, it was one of the first date examples I had for me that was like, Hey, you're all stressed out about having herpes and having to tell someone, but you went on this date with this guy and didn't even want another date yeah you know what i mean like it was like oh all that stress you had about telling someone it's like hey first of all figure out if you even like this person and that part's gonna come when it comes if it does right like it was just one of many dates that i've been on since getting herpes and i was like oh no way that was ever even gonna come up because like i'm done dating this person right type of thing yeah i don't know man just crazy oh. to be four years say that or even if you want to say that and get your answer to not just like say something nice then even if you just was like yeah i'll be honest i just matched with you because i wanted to know like i wasn't looking to go out again i'd be like yeah fair or just don't be a psycho <laughs> but that would be less psycho you i think know? than this like unmatching like
1: child like
0: i'm doing great but, like, I want to know what happened. <laughs> oh, my God. How does he teach
1: conflict resolution to children? Like, is this why there are just continued I don't pieces know. of shit people in the world? Is because men like that are teachers?
0: <laughs> Maybe. I mean, there's not that many male teachers in the world, but <gasps> I I, I would never call someone out from four years ago. That's just no. crazy. No,
1: no, absolutely not. Even people I've dated, like, it's done. It's dead.
0: Right. Or I'm kind of like, man, if you're that mad, why did you match with me? Why did you even want to talk to me?
1: Yeah. Like, you've really left an impression on this, dude. Yeah, <laughs> You're a hell of a first date, Erica. That's (laughs) your takeaway from this. I'm a hell of a first and
0: second date with my not sweet, (laughs) I don't know, banter, whatever. Um, Anyway, okay. We got to get into Myers-Briggs here. So basically, uh, the Myers-Briggs theory is not a type-based theory. So instead of creating an arbitrary number of categories and then attempting to fit people within them, a trait-based model simply studies the degree to which people exhibit certain traits. So, at the gate, when you and I took this test, you got more stuff in the middle.
1: Yeah, most of mine was, like, in, like, 50 to, like, 60% of each trait.
0: I only had one that was, like, 63% and, like, 30. And then everything else was... Everything was, like... Almost eighty. Wow, be like seventy-five, okay. seven-nine. Yeah. So,
1: does this mean I'm not as familiar with Myers Briggs? Um, I know this is like something you're really interested in. So, is this something that, like, does this mean it doesn't necessarily def- not define my personality, but like since I'm more in the middle? why I might not necessarily feel as connected to some of the results that I got. Yeah, for sure. Okay.
0: It makes sense that if you're in the middle, there's some parts you read, you were like, that's not me at all. Okay. The complete opposite. Okay. And then other parts you are like, okay, that's spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What in general I liked about this test is I feel like, even if it's not fully you feel like it's fully you like for me it was fully me i'm very high on the spectrum for each one that i pick so reading my description i was like this is freakishly spot on and there were things that were like i read that i was like i don't really want to hear that but i know it's true oh okay so i think with a lot of things especially when it comes to like relationships stuff sometimes isn't like so blunt and kind of to the point Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. There were things specifically in the relationship category that I knew were true and especially like the negatives and that I had done. But like there are things that I've recognized about myself and I have to consciously like not act on. Um, Okay. So it's stuff that like I know that like I need to really like fix about myself because it can be really negative and it's like derailed I think some of my relationships in the past
0: but you're saying now you don't act that way, but you felt like you did. I have to be very conscious
1: not to behave that way. Like I need to make a decision. That's like, don't be too needy. Like just trust that this person basically like give a person a reason for you not to trust them. Okay. You know, like instead of just kind of spiraling in my own way.
0: Okay. Well, that's actually one of the things that when it explains the test, it's like personality is just one of the many factors that guide your behavior. So Mm -hmm. this test basically is being like, This is what your personality is, and this is most likely how you will behave. But then it also says our actions are influenced by our environment, our experiences, and our individual goals. So it's like, it's predicting how you most likely will act. So like, in your case, you're like, okay, some of this, you're like, oh, I did that when I was younger, Mm -hmm. but now I know how to recognize it. And I'm like, okay, I don't react that way or behave that way. Yeah.
1: Like my first thought is going to be to do like the thing that this says, but i have to be like that ah, oh, i remember how that goes <laughs> didn't get what i wanted
0: yeah i've been there what also says significant differences can exist even among people who share a personality type mm-hmm. so even like with mine uh i guess one of the general things was like i'm not very good with like emotion and intimacy mm-hmm. but as i've gotten older i'm like oh no when i really like someone i open up yeah but in terms of like oh grand level yeah i'm not the friend that people are like have ever seen cry or whatever yeah or come to when they are feeling like emotional they're kind of like oh erica's not my emotional friend she's rational right she's when i'm like am i crazy and i like rationalize it to be like no you're not crazy or yes you're acting a little crazy you know yeah that kind of thing
1: yeah mine did have me more in like the emotional category which is interesting but um I think that's more like when I think about questions about this, I think about like the people who I care the most about and like how I would react in those situations. Right. And, like for like when I am really in, in, invested in a relationship or really care about somebody like that's when it's more walls down. And it was like, even in romantic relationships putting me as like more of a physical, like touchy feely person, which we all know that's is funny. not at all. That's not you. Yeah. But like when I'm really interested in someone i am like not publicly exactly like when it's just like us yeah like i want to like cuddle up i want to do those things
0: right Yeah. yeah see exactly all right so okay let's just get into so it's the five personality aspects so here's the five types of or personality aspects that it breaks down you have mind energy nature tactics and identity so the first one mind This aspect shows how we interact with our surroundings. So this one is introverted versus extroverted. So I or an E. So I'm E. I'm extroverted. You also got E. Yeah. Extroverted. I think we all knew that was coming. (laughs) I mean, Yeah. We have a podcast probably. (laughs) Um, So introverted individuals prefer solitary activities and get exhausted by social interaction. They tend to be quite sensitive to external simulation. Example, sound, sight, or smell. Extroverted individuals prefer group activities and get energized by social interaction. They tend to be more enthusiastic and more easily excited than introverts. So that's one that I think most people out the gate pretty much understand. Mm -hmm. Oh, which by the way, so my total one is um, I'm ESTJ and you are? I am ESFJ. So we just had one letter different. So the next category is energy. The second aspect determines how we see the world and process information. So we have observant and intuitive. So observant individuals are highly practical, pragmatic, and down-to-earth. They tend to have strong habits and focus on what is happening or what has already happened. So observant is S. That's what the S stands for. All right, then the next one is intuitive, which is the letter N, which neither of us had. Uh, Intuitive individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, and curious. They prefer novelty over stability and focus on hidden meanings and future possibilities. So these are always people that I feel like are always like, "Oh, I just have a feeling about this."
1: Yeah, it seems to me like more of like artistic people too, like open-minded, curious, imaginative. Like those reminds me of probably the more like like super creatives and mm-hmm. um, those types of people.
0: I don't know. It seems like no plan compared to yeah. observant people.
1: Yeah. And I think you and I, our energy is very focused in like, how are we going to get this shit done? And how right. are we going to get it done fast? Yeah.
0: More like efficiency.
1: Yeah. And we're like intuitive is like, Oh, well this is an interesting route. Like how else could we explore this? That's like, <laughs> I, I don't care. Like I have 10 other things to do. Let's get it done.
0: Yeah. Like they, it's like th- we're small goals and they're big goals. Yeah. Like they have very big visions but then you're like okay how are you gonna get there and they're like i don't know we're just gonna get there yeah and us we're like someone's like someone might throw a big goal to us we're like yeah but like we have all this other stuff
1: we gotta do before we get to that thing yeah (laughs) i think like being an athlete really burns us into you because you can't be like i just like really want to win the championship game it's like okay but here's like the how many months of work you're gonna put in and like studying the brackets and the games and the other teams like you have to think so strategically and practically in so many different ways of your life i think i think a lot of athletes would fall into this bucket
0: yeah and i think it also i don't know if this category directly describes this but kind of like partly working under pressure but also like with sports how you can't you kind of can't feel feelings yeah like it's like you can't get in your head or like feel bad like especially like with another team losing it's like you can't feel bad about the other team losing you have to focus on yourself right like winning on your own team right like somebody's
1: got to (laughs) lose that's the point like why is soccer a thing why do you end in a tie
0: yeah that's well that's why i never played soccer it's crazy You you played soccer not me not me
1: uh yeah but we are undefeated with no goalie so i played real soccer
0: <laughs> real, real <laughs> soccer with no goalie yeah soccer <laughs> yeah uh all right next one is nature this aspect determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions okay so more so that's what i was just talking about so we have thinking versus feeling so t for thinking and Indo- thinking individuals focus on objectivity and rationality prioritizing logic over emotions They tend to hide their feelings and see efficiency as more important than cooperation. F feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They are more empathetic and less competitive than thinking types and focus on social harmony and cooperation. So you got F. Yeah, that's weird to me. But reading that, are you like, nah, I'm a T. I
1: think as far as like, like the less competitive, that's as far off as can be. Like I'm, toxically competitive right um but i do think um i do think i have times where i can get emotional but i think this is a part of me that i put up a wall Mm -hmm. and like when i get exhausted and i can't block it anymore that's when the emotional part will come up and i i have like more feeling like this will be when i have like a breakdown and i just have i like feel everything that i'm thinking so i i feel like that's why i'm more in the middle on on these cuz like i get so much in my head and then something will come up and then i'll like just be like total emotion and i like can't think at all
0: but i feel like that goes under the thinking category because it's also with tend to hide their feelings yeah that's which true which is me too that that's i won't, and won't
1: that is very true
0: and like that like the, like the blow-up thing is like that's kind of your once in a blue moon so i'm like i think you still for sure just on yeah. the thinking side of it maybe
1: i so answered t- a question wrong
0: no i don't know i mean <laughs> it's a percentage because it's true. Or like you said if you if you read the test if you do the test being like how am i with the people closest to me versus like how am i how am i with most people you mm-hmm. also might get a different answer
1: that's true and also my feeling is literally 51% which, like, I don't think you could be more on the line. Yeah, oh, that literally you is more right on the line. So, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because I also wouldn't categorize you as sensitive. No. Yeah.
1: There mm-hmm. are some things that, like, I'll get, like, pretty upset about mm-hmm. that people wouldn't think. But, like, I don't act on it. Right. That's it, Which is the hiding your feelings kind of yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, that's more the thinking side. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see efficiency as more important than cooperation yeah <laughs> yeah. that's like that's because me and you are workhorses and it's like that's that's what a workhorse is you're like we have to do the work and get it done and who yeah. cares about my feelings right now like
1: yeah and like sometimes other people's like oh you're going to be upset because we got to work late like get out then yeah you know? like
0: or don't like, be here i'm thinking in terms of like uh you know i've had like when my grandmother died i started a new job mm-hmm. and i wasn't like oh my god I can't commit like I was like no I gotta go to work yeah you know what I mean like I was like I have to go to work or same with like you have a breakup yeah I wasn't in the office like crying or being like sorry if i'm like slow today guys i just you know i have a breakup and like i'm just emotional i'm like what no No, that's unprofessional like that's how i see it yeah for sure but the thing is you'll see other people do that and the whole office is like oh my gosh of course take your time like that pisses me off so bad (laughs) so fucking bad (laughs) it pisses me off with breakups i understand it more for death yeah breakups are kind of like listen yeah you know we don't gotta make this a huge thing right oh
1: yeah that reminds me when my grandma died i was in college it was finals week and it was the start of finals week so i went home to like try and say goodbye didn't make it and then i came back up and since i knew she was probably gonna pass like i got the call it wasn't good i just threw as much like big boxes and stuff that i could into my car and drove home and then i drove back to like finish out finals because i was like well my parents are gonna be busy i'm not gonna be able to have anyone move me out i have to do it myself i was a sophomore in college and my friends were there they were like oh my god like i don't know how you're here like i would just be Ugh. like i would be home i'd I, my professors would have to like figure it out i was like dude she was 96 like i'm sad yes yeah. i loved her very much but she's 96 we have l- life goes on you know like it's not yeah. like a 10 year old died it'd be a lot different or my parents it's no, just it's is very different
0: it's also just like finals it's like this isn't something i can easily reschedule yeah you're like it's fine i have to do it and that i think that comes from sports it's like it's game day like yeah, game day exactly. is today that's right. not we're not moving game day because you had a bad day right so like, you better just put that in a box and deal with it later
1: yeah you got to show up dress up show up
0: yeah, yeah. dress up show up that's uh, how it always is next one moving on tactics this aspect reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. All right, so the two for G- these are judging and prospecting. So, judging, J, individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure to planned spontaneity. And then, P, for prospecting, individuals are very good at improvising and spotting opportunities. They tend to be flexible, relaxed, nonconformist, who prefer their options open uh so i got i'm jay i'm judging so are you right yeah the thing is i'm not not spontaneous
1: i was gonna say i would think that you were on the other side but you are very decisive so i can see that
0: i'm decisive and i'm organized and i like predict like i just fall more yeah predictability closure decisive organized i just fall i fall more there for sure but yeah. it's more, I can improvise and I can be spontaneous, but it's like when I have the time to be. I think that's the difference.
1: Yeah. I I can in certain situations, but in a lot of situations, it puts my anxiety through the roof and I have to like check myself and like bucket it so I don't look crazy. Cause I know that if I have like a meltdown, like I want to have, everyone's gonna be like oh she's fucking nuts because we went to shake shack instead of chick A." yeah <laughs> you know like sometimes it can be the smallest thing that like inside i am on fire mm-hmm. but i'm like this isn't socially acceptable mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like- well that's but this is something that it's like everybody has things that they are very easygoing it could be very spontaneous about and don't yeah. care and then we all we all have things that we're like no this i can't do spontaneity here yeah like this category i can't do
1: yeah and i think as i've gotten older i've gotten worse about it because i literally live my life in google calendar boxes so like if i'm a minute late to something i'm gonna get a dm like hey did you forget it's like my clock might be 30 seconds behind but cool Mm -hmm. you know like that's just like how my life works so having to pivot can be really hard yeah which also makes like vacation hard and being able to actually unwind and do things spontaneously instead of, like, planning out every little thing. Because it ends up, like, not really being relaxing all the time.
0: Yeah, see, I'm not that way on vacation. I don't... I'll yeah. be like, here's five things I want to do at some point, And I figure it out.
1: Yeah, I have to, like, really push myself to do that. But, like, I end up making itineraries.
0: Yeah, you, like, need, like, a good book or something to turn your brain off. Which, for most yeah. people, it takes... A couple days to actually fully relax well that's why i have to work out so much
1: and like this is i've just gotten to the point where i can't i don't let myself work out on most vacations but i try like i get so like uptight and anxious that i kind of say that i have to like exhaust my body to be able to quiet my mind a little bit Mm, okay um just because like everything will will get me really really stressed out
0: you know it's interesting we're very similar in ways but like the anxiety you have i've almost felt like we would be more different with this test yeah but i think ultimately this test is about your behaviors so it doesn't really ask you like hey why are you going to behave this way it just asks you like hey are you more likely to do this or this yeah you know what i mean yeah so for you you, there's a whole thought process i'm like yep i'm more this way yep i'm more that
1: way oh yeah there's like a lot of channeling that (laughs) happens in my brain before anything actually comes out of my mouth which is terrifying because a lot is unfiltered too
0: yeah i'm too i'm too instinctive with that (laughs) That i've learned to be like don't speak so quickly wait a second (laughs) especially with confrontation (laughs) um all right so the last one this one isn't like an official letter of the thing so you get like your personality type like mine's called the executive and yours is the
1: the console console yeah
0: um, so then this is at the end of whatever your personality type is, it has two different things. So it has a and T for assertive and turbulent. So this is about, um, this identity aspect underpins all others showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. So you also got a, I did. Yeah. You did get A. Okay. So I think a lot of people with anxiety would actually get the turbulent, but let's read them. So assertive is individuals are self-assured, even tempered and resistant to stress. They refuse to worry too much and do not push themselves too hard when it comes to achieving goals. And then T is turbulent. Individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. They are likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven, perfectionist, and eager to improve. So I feel like you're more of a perfectionist than me a little bit.
1: Wait, I got both. No, oh. you got T. Oh, I got a hard. You tea. got a hard. I tea. got a hard T. I, I, tea. I, I was, was like, this like, makes more sense. Yeah, I was okay. looking at these and I was
0: like, nah, Molly gets stressed, man. She's got that, but it's it's partly the anxiety thing.
1: Oh, that is yeah for sure. This was my biggest one that I was a T. I was like, this makes more sense.
0: I don't know. You're definitely more perfectionist than me. That was that was the part.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and the things that go on in my head to get to like achieving what i want and like when i map out my goals and how i'm gonna get there it's psychotic like it's nuts
0: i mean there's a lot of people i bet wish they were a little bit more that way it's a
1: scary place up there but then
0: like i <laughs> wish i was more like you Of like like i'll have a plan when i you know well not with COVID, but when i used to go to the gym i'll be like i'm gonna do this like i would write out a plan and i would get there and like shit would be crowded or some machine was taken that i wanted and i just would be like all right and i would just alter the plan and i wouldn't do exactly what i was planning to do mm. and i would kind of be like yeah i didn't do as much as i wanted but like whatever
1: oh that drives me insane when i can't do it that's one of the reasons too why i go super early in the morning and like if someone is taking too long i have no shame in just staring at them until they're done because like it's usually someone who's using the machine wrong and then just grabbing a bigger weight than a dude like there's nothing more satisfying than that i <laughs> just mean like yeah please thank you
0: Ooh. yeah not me Uh, I think this is very interesting to do this test and then look at it breaks it down into each category so they have general strengths weaknesses and then they have romantic relationships so for me everything was very spot on so it was kind of I felt like great but also hard truths you for relationships felt like they were way off
1: there were some parts that were pretty off like it said well I mean they said that we're great lovers which is definitely true Um, but it did say that we are very organized in how our relationships develop following established dating rules and traditions. So not to call after the first or the third date, et cetera. And as the relationship enters more sexual stages, consoles emphasize, at, Oh, a console's emphasis on process and tradition continue with established gender roles and socially acceptable activities, mm. which that's not my MO. Like I, I will definitely sleep with someone on the first date if I'm into it, and I don't really believe in gender roles or like what I mean. Bes- like in a non-COVID world, like what constitutes a socially acceptable activity? Like what does that mean?
0: I don't know, but I mean, I, I think the big thing is no initiating, basically. Yeah, it's which being is like the- your super feminine energy, like they come to you, you're not initiating, you're not calling.
1: Yeah, which is not at all how I act.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't really either, but I didn't get that for my relationship segment.
1: Yeah, that's like straight up.
0: Um, The unique thing I got was, in my relationships, I don't really change from the dating phase into steady, long-term relationships and further into marriage. Oh, interesting. It says, because they value honesty and straightforwardness so highly, people with executive personality types are likely to be clear about who they are, what they're like, and what their goals are from the start, and they stick to those statements long-term. Very interesting. Yeah. Which I believe is accurate. The only thing I think is not accurate is like the thing that changes is that I will be emotional in front of people that I am like very close to or I guess intimate with. Mm -hmm. It takes a while, but like suddenly that will like crack open. Right. So that was a part in here too of like that I'm not, uh, that I'm bad with intimacy, touchy feely moments are few verbal statements of love is few. Um, and it says executive personalities find other more tangible ways to express their affections. That would be like buying them a gift or like doing something for them, like acts of service. But I'm like, no, when I like someone, actually, I like will be more like that. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's, but it takes time. So it's like, I guess, yeah, out the gate, maybe not so much. Or I've never been in something long term that I'm like, yeah, maybe long term. It does. Once it's <laughs> out of like honeymoon phase. Yeah. <laughs> I stop. Yeah. I stop being lovey-dovey <laughs> with you
1: um mine says too that people with this personality trait love to find ways to make their partner happy Mm. um and that intimacy is a great way to do so and I think that sometimes I can tend to be that way and also like get in my head about it of like are they really into it are they not really into it um you know have I done this enough for them you know like kind of thing and um If I start to also, like, not receive, like, physical touch back, like, once I've been with someone for a bit, then that will, like, stress me out. Like, I'll never forget the first time I was really dating somebody and we had, we were, like, going through that phase of, like, the first few months where the first, or, like, every time you get together, you have sex, right? Mm -hmm. Which is awesome. And then we had our first sleepover that we didn't have sex. And I called my best friend Megan at the time and, like, panicked. And I was like, what happened? Like, he's not into it anymore. Like, we didn't have sex last night. Like, we watched a movie and I thought we had a lot of of fun. And, like, we cuddled and then we fell asleep. And she was like, that sounds like a normal nice night. (laughs) Like, you psycho. Right.
0: Yeah, but yeah when it's your first real thing it takes a while to get to that point yeah we were like oh we're together a lot of nights and we don't always hook up when we are
1: yeah she was like that's she's like i think you're entering like a normal phase like mm-hmm. i don't think he's angry with you i don't think he would have had you sleep in his bed if he was mad and, yeah like, or watch a movie with you yeah. yeah
0: yeah that's like um i mean this is another thing though that varies from couple to couple you ask couples that have been together a long time and i feel like most of them will be like yeah like once a week but then there's other ones that they are like like three times a week yeah so it's like it kind of that is kind of just like i think a sex drive thing
1: yeah and like i definitely have a pretty high sex drive um so i can get like a little like frustrated and anxious if i'm not having the conversations of like straight up like do you want to or like why might yeah. it not be happening that kind of thing
0: i've i've only felt in my head of you hit that point you hang out with someone basically whatever every night or whatever it is frequently mm-hmm. i've only had once where they kind of were like uh, i'm like kind of tired like do you care if we don't yeah but it super bothered me or i was in my head the way you were because that day we like had like a argument mm-hmm. and it was a day that you were like we were just off today like yeah. something was off and it kind of was like okay if we did hook up later it kind of was like oh okay i guess we're over that little tiff right but then it just felt like oh we're not over it yeah like you're not in the mood to be intimate with me because right. you're probably still upset with me right right so then it was like damn it
1: like, oh i 100% would have thought that too
0: right or especially it's like hey it's one thing if you don't want to like have sex but like if there's no like cuddling no like yeah like, like if i something. have to kind of be like hey you're gonna give me a kiss good night though it's like Oh, that's not a good sign right right like i don't i don't know if that happened but that's just like doubling down on like yeah something's off i feel yeah. it you feel it and now we're just in this bed acting like nothing's wrong yeah
1: oh yeah always kiss oh you gotta always kiss good night right like because then i won't sleep <laughs> i'll think you're mad at me
0: yeah it's true i mean that's why a lot of couples have the rule of like you better kiss me goodbye and good night yeah because it's kind of like hey yeah i'm here for a reason <laughs> right um yeah i got uh, the note of uh that uh take their relationship seriously and are willing to put in a tremendous amount of effort into ensuring that they remain strong and committed and that the effort pays off which is very true of when i get out of being with someone or even when you know it's kind of ending you have those last like effort things mm-hmm. and then that's why when things end man i'm like i need a break like yeah. i can't immediately jump into another thing i'm like i really was trying over there and i'm exhausted yeah you're like wow that took a lot out of me
1: yeah i did get okay so it says that um councils need to know that without a doubt their partners are behind them 100 percent, which i definitely feel Mm -hmm. but then it said unfortunately less mature councils may lack the inner strength and wisdom to attract this in healthy ways they can be very needy compromising of their own principles and values in exchange for their partner's approval And that this is a terrible trap, not only is it unattractive, but it can too easily lead to emotionally abusive relationships, which only reduces their self-esteem further. That, I painfully agree with an older or younger version of me, Mm -hmm. of uh, the guy I dated in grad school, of that especially, it was, uh, we started seeing each other like two and a half months or so into me moving to New York, so I really didn't know anybody, I didn't have friends. And so, he was my social life. And so, when I felt like I wasn't getting the validation from him, and he l- worked a really, really demanding finance job and was really busy all the time, like, working till like, 2 in the morning, and I wasn't doing shit. and But I also didn't have any friends to do other right. things with. And so, I would just go spiral and get, like, really needy and, like, really crazy. And so, I've had to, like, really grow and like teach myself not to do those things anymore i'm like it can be really hard uh yeah like totally right now uh space jam like works a crazy finance job and so i like thank god i have other things to fill my time Mm -hmm. and be able to talk to him when i want but then there's other times where it's like i don't know like 11 o'clock and he's facetiming me and i'm like okay like really like but like i want to see you but so it's hard to like keep keep myself in check and just Mm. like appreciate it that okay he really is doing his best and he's not lying to you like this other person did right you know and have that trust like it's it's a really hard balance
0: oh it is but you're hitting uh it sounds like you're hitting like phone call every night territory
1: not every night but frequently pretty frequently yeah that's an intimate thing It is. Yeah.
0: I I didn't have that till ex Benedict. And I was like, that was when we broke up. That was so hard to get out of that habit. Yeah. Like calling someone all the time.
1: Yeah. The calling and like texting, it just becomes your routine and anything that breaks a routine is so hard.
0: Yeah. Well, texting though, you can just switch to friends. Whereas like calling, like if I'm suddenly just calling a friend every night, they're kind of like, dude, are you okay? What's going on? You know? Yeah. And you're like, oh, this time I just usually chat with someone. Yeah, <laughs> this is just my talking <laughs> This is when someone time. cares about my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just wants to see me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, that's even a thing. I've said that to men and guys are like, oh, yeah, that's boyfriend shit. Like, phone. Every night, like, talking on the phone. Dude, they're like FaceTime every yeah, night. Yeah, and FaceTime. Yeah. I'm a more phone talker. I don't need the FaceTime part.
1: I'm really not a FaceTime person, but he is. And so I'm like, well now you know what i look like without makeup on pretty quick
0: well i mean you're having sleepovers isn't that gonna happen or will you sleep in your makeup
1: so the past like couple times i've forgotten the um or not the past couple but like the times that i've gone to his place i've forgotten to wash my face because i didn't bring the uh the makeup wipes i got a hot tip though yeah
0: if you're a gal at a guy's place and you want to take your makeup off don't have a wipe if they have coconut oil use that
1: Mm, interesting i've done it
0: it's uh i read it like in a magazine (laughs) it was was almost under like slutting around tips or whatever (laughs) uh but it's like you rub the coconut oil it like breaks up your makeup like the oil in the makeup and then just take like a paper towel wet it a little bit so it's soft and then use it to like wipe it off interesting it works almost 100 percent effectively okay and i've heard you also could do this just with pure lotion But if you have, like, sensitive skin and you're going to break out, they're like, ooh, do pure coconut oil if you can. Yeah. Which I feel like most people do actually have in their kitchen now.
1: Yeah. I've never tried, like, olive oil, but
0: that feels too heavy.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't do that. It feels like it would be a little greasy. No. But. Interesting. But, yeah,
0: the only thing is, uh, it is a little odd to be like, do you have any coconut oil by chance? But you can also just go, "I, I use it as lotion true just general lotion true
1: and so. a damp paper towel please
0: yeah <laughs> well i mean i feel like you can find that yeah but yeah before you go look it in someone's kitchen <laughs> maybe ask but especially if you're dating someone a while i don't feel like it's like weird to just be like oh i want to take my makeup off right but not destroy <laughs> your towels
1: right <laughs> so you need something like a wilson imprint on your
0: towels right <laughs> or especially like you know the paper towel you could throw it in the trash So it's like they don't see the aftermath oh so yeah. i feel like if any dude like i don't wear a crazy amount of makeup but like you do that wipe it looks like i do
1: oh yeah so it's mine like, looks intense right
0: like when guys see that they're kind of like god damn right. what do you put on your face right and You're like not that, not that much <laughs> not that much stuff <laughs> a little bit <laughs> um but yeah i don't know i think that's it for myers briggs have you ever compared this with a partner? Yeah. ex Benedict took it, but I do remember looking up like compatibility things and it said that our types were not compatible.
1: Interesting. Did that freak you out?
0: No, it didn't freak me out.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but definitely the very big thing is I'm very direct and confrontational and I like direct answers and decisive mm-hmm. people and he's not that way
1: yeah like that's if i right, would ask yeah. him something
0: like no i like i just want to know right he would dance around it and that's the thing that i can't stand with any dude i don't know uh-huh.
1: how anyone puts up with that like if you're a girl who puts up with that tell me your story
0: because <laughs> <laughs> it drives me insane or puts up for, with it for a long time yeah yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. we all have those moments you're kind of like mm, that seemed a little off or done it. We're like you're hot enough it's fine <laughs> yeah you're like when something's new you're like oh, i'm not gonna like push the issue on this but yeah it comes to the relationship you're like oh just give me an answer my god right (laughs) but that's even with like plans and stuff oh yeah you know i was gonna say does this make you want to figure out what space jams type is just because he works in finance i would assume he'll get the same category you and i got is there any part of you that wants him to take this test maybe it's intriguing i feel like if you talk about it vaguely he might be like what here's the thing people often when they take it know their type and like never forget it i see this on dating apps
1: yeah people I will put like
0: E N F T ft or whatever like i yeah. messaged some guy and i just was like estj over here and he immediately was like i need to go to fn types or something like he, he was kind of like i know i'm supposed oh. to be with this kind of type and i was like oh you you know too much about this <laughs> like yeah. i was like oh man i just i just thought it'd be a fun opener yeah i was like, like hey i took that test too <laughs> but like also respect it bro yeah, respect the ESTJ. I'm yeah. all about respect and consistency <laughs> and goals. <laughs> so what are your... I should have just been like, well, what are your goals? I like people with goals. So it sounds like you don't have any. You. What's the NF? Diplomat. You diplomat, you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask him. All right. Well, that is all we have for this week. As always, guys, let us know. If you're enjoying the pod, send us a note at shootersgottashootpod at gmail.com or shootersgottashootpod on Instagram. And we're bringing back DM Corner. So we want to hear your shooting your shot stories. Even if it's not in the DMs, we're going to do it in DM Corner. Mm -hmm. Because we're intrigued. All right. We all were locked down for a very long time. People are trying to get their winter booze. I want to hear some moves that people are making. Some successes, hopefully. (laughs) Because, I mean, you know. You know how this pod goes. (laughs) Um, And you can follow me at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the Guaca underscore Molly. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.